You're listening to a CanadianMovieCrew.com production. Seventeen Saw Retro Spook Dude. I am Sean Taylor. With me is me, Mark. Ah, I don't want to play a game. <laughs> and today we're taking a look at Saw Two, uh, coming out one year after the release of Saw. Um, Pretty much to the day. Almost to the day. Yeah, this uh, was that on, weekend, right? This was actually on your birthday, October twenty eighth. Right. That's right. It was. Send, I remember send now. Send your cards and letters to me, Mark, on October twenty eighth, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, slight hint there. Um, <laughs> uh, this one written and written uh, by Lee Wanell, who wrote the first one, and uh, written also and directed by Darlin Bowsman. Um, he was a, uh, a a music video director mostly before this. Um, and if you watch the movie, <laughs> the way he does it, you can kind of tell. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I noticed they lost the director from the first one, which was kind of a disappointment. Yeah, well, he went on to bigger and better things. Um, Fair enough. This one uh, starring Tobin, Tobin Bell as Jigsaw. Shawnee Smith is back as Amanda Young. This one brings in Donnie Wahlberg. We get a Wahlberg. Yeah. Um, Adina Meyer is back um, as Detective uh, Allison Carey. Um, I don't have a synopsis for this one because it gets kind of fucking crazy. Um, uh, yeah, and I didn't yeah. want to take up a half hour of our listeners' time with the fucking synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, re- really, this could be summarized, I think, in that this is now the second chapter of this trilogy where we get to now meet the villain in earnest. Pretty much, yeah. And it's interesting the way they do it. Um, let me just, I'm going to pull up the. Now, I know this movie did exceptionally well at the box office. Um, and, and the Saw series continues to do very well at the box office over the next couple of years. Um, yeah, $4 million budget, which is four times the original, still rakes in uh, $87 million, uh, just domestically, with another 60 worldwide. So, I mean, this movie, wow. yeah, it, like I said, it's one of the most profitable um, franchises of all time. Um, so let's go through this. So right off the bat, uh, how are we, how, how do we start this out? Well, we start this off with the, uh, with the Venus flytrap. Um, <laughs> so we start off the movie with, uh, Michael or, uh, yeah. And he's in, uh, he's, he wakes up in a similar room to what, uh, Amanda was in and he's, uh, the, the saw tape comes on. This is where the beginning of the movie now it starts a trend where these movies start with an opening trap. Um, mm-hmm. Because if there's one thing that people really liked about the uh, the first movie, they actually did an online poll. The makers of Saw did. Um, they said, "What did you like most about the movie?" They said, "Well, Jigsaw, they liked um, the twist ending and the traps." And Hollywood, being Hollywood, they kind of went in a certain way that maybe I don't necessarily think they should have, but they put a big emphasis on the traps. 
Yes, big time. Which, absolutely, like, don't get me wrong, I love the traps in this series. Um, and, and they definitely are very unique to the Saw series itself. Um, but as you'll see going on further further down the, down the line of movies, um, you'll, you'll find that more and more attention is paid to the traps rather than the actual plot. And, and that, I think, is where it becomes a problem for me down the road and why I, I started liking these less and less as we go along. Right. Right, because story story is put aside just for the sake of let's how many traps can we do, and how can we kind of weave some sort of tale with this? But right, yeah, yeah. Um, so sorry, what's this opening trap again? So this is the uh, no, it's first person POV. I've got that in my notes. Yeah, it, it's it's the it's the death mask. So he's got uh, he's got basically sixty seconds to. Um, oh, yes. the key is behind his eye. So he's given 60 seconds to cut out his eye, get the key, and unlock the trap because he is a he, he's a police informant. So Jigsaw has decided to um, punish him and take out his eye. Yeah, uh, I I don't see why this guy deserves to be here. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, like I know Jigsaw kind of has something against cops because they they you know. They're trying to prevent him from doing what he feels is right, but right. Well, this is more sort of a way to get Detective Matthews into a game. Yeah, because wasn't he one of uh, Matthews' snitches? Yeah, he was a snitch for for Detective Matthews, who's played by Donnie Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. Um, so Detective Carey calls him in. Um, and they say, "Look I guess closer." Snitch, I guess the snitch needs more than stitches, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so basically, it, it's all a setup in order to get uh, Donnie Wahlberg into to see this, and then we find out that he has an estranged uh, relationship with his son, um, where we actually see for the first time in a in a Saw movie an outside scene. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. Um, so he goes, and then they, and then they decide, okay, and then they figure out where Jigsaw is, and they're going to, uh, they take a SWAT unit, and they're going in to get Jigsaw. Yes, they think they finally have him. And um, so they get in. One of the guys gets taken out by a trap, which is kind of pointless to me, considering that he just basically gives himself up, essentially. Yeah, I don't understand this. He he wants to be caught, but why does he set all these traps? Like, is it kind of like a weird? Well, maybe if they all just die on their way in, then I can just go about my day. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I you know, but that's not what he Yankee, wants, though. That's the thing. There, there's a baseball game I gotta catch. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, very laissez-faire. You know? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, so he goes into so, but that's the thing. And and what I like about this one is, um, if you look at the first movie. Jigsaw is on the floor. He's not looked at. He's not focused on until the very end. You know, the beginning and the end, they bookmark it. Yeah. Because when the two wake up, they see the dead body, but they've got their own problems, so they ignore him for the rest of the movie until it's pertinent to see him again. Exactly. And now, right at the beginning of the movie, here he is, front and center. Yeah. And I, I tell you, this this is the first one that I watched in theaters, and when they showed him sitting there nonchalantly, Oh man, I was hyped for this. 
because this is like, okay, this is the villain. Come on in and have a seat. And I'm like, oh, that's where this is going to get good. For the time, he was arguably the best villain out there in movies, TV. Like, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's pretty straightforward from here, though. Like, Jigsaw is vague about the rules and the solution in order to goad them into playing this game. But at least in this case, we have, like, a, a tete-a-tete, right? Directly with Jigsaw and Matthews. Yeah. But the problem, so the problem is that he, he has Matthews on the back step. Because he's so worried about his son, he can't think straight. Well, and that's the so game. Yeah, and it's instantly, you know, like one point Jigsaw, zero points Matthews. Like it's just, there's no, uh, it's not, it, it's almost, it's a loaded uh, game, I guess. It's, it's always it's a loaded fixed. game, though. That's the yeah, thing. You, like, yeah. like with every trap, it's a loaded game. Um, and that's what I really like about it. Because, and, and so essentially he says that, you know, look behind you. Um, and there's a row of monitors and there's six or seven people in a house and they're breathing in uh, a slow acting nerve agent. Um, and they're going to die in two hours unless they find an antidote or the way because the door is going to open at, in three hours. <laughs> so, and that's their trap. That's their trap. I, when, when this opened and uh, I don't remember if I thought this the first time uh, on because it was my birthday. But um, the second upon this viewing, I was like, holy shit, this is like the horror version of The Breakfast Club. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Like if the principal was really that twisted, it would have been like Judd Nelson and Molly Ringwald and Emilio Estevez in here. <laughs> <laughs> Serving quote-unquote detention. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and then so – but there's two games going on. So, so there's the game in the house where they have to get yeah. out and find and find antidotes. And it has a whole bunch of other traps, which we'll get to. Um, and then there's another game. And the game is between Jigsaw and Detective Matthews. And his game is uh, your son is playing there. Uh, your son is in a safe place, but you have to talk to me. Yeah, for the right amount of time. For the right amount of time. And then I'll take you to your son. Um and I love the wordplay because this is where it begins with the wordplay. Yes. Um, and I, and I, I love Jigsaw's wordplay. Now, this is really where Tobin Bell starts to really show off his acting chops. He is, Absolutely. He is by far, to me, the best actor in this entire movie. Um, and just watching him as a villain, so good. So very good. I mean, the, you get to the point later on in the movie, um, he he pushes Detective Matthews so far that Detective Matthews starts beating the crap out of him. I know. He wails on him. Yeah. And for me, you're sitting there going, okay, he deserves it because he has his son. He's killing all these people. Yeah. But at the same time, He's a cancer patient <laughs> and an old man. So, I mean, it's not even fair. You know what I mean? Uh, no, it's true. But by this point, we've now, we're, we're one and a half, almost one and three quarters movies in where he's always had the upper hand. And as we just mentioned, he's loaded all of the games yeah. to his advantage. So I, by this point, I'm actually, 
rooting for Matthews, even though Matthews is a, I know we're skipping ahead of it, but even though Matthews is like supposed to be a crooked cop, um, yeah, not, not crooked like he's on the take, but crooked as in he uh, falsifies evidence, I yes. guess, right? to, to make his convictions. And, th- and that's the big thing is that all of the people that his son is in the house with are people that Detective Matthews have set up in order to obtain their convictions. Yeah, to yeah, yeah, and and that's the 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 complexity of it. It's the, the people are in there because they're bad people, I guess, in yes. Jigsaw's mind. So they still deserve punishment, but at the same time, he's punishing Matthews for falsifying evidence to gain convictions. It's like, well, wait a second, isn't Matthews kind of doing what you're doing in terms of skirting the law? Kind of, yeah. Like that's you know, I was almost expecting a "we're not so different, you and I," you know, <laughs> from. From Tobin Bell, because in this case, they're kind of not. They just have different methodologies, and Jigsaw's is way more physically damaging, whereas Matthew's might be more mentally damaging. Right, but I'm actually very glad they didn't do that, because, like I said in, in the previous podcast, uh, Jigsaw's nuts. Like, he's psycho. Like, like, but, but he's nuts, and so to say that you and I are the same would take away from that sort of villain psychoness ro- role. Like he still believes he's absolutely right, and he's done nothing wrong. Right. Right, whereas he knows that Detective Matthews has done wrong, and Detective Matthews knows he's done wrong because he's being punished for it. He's on desk duty now. Um, and we kind of get a hint of uh, maybe him and Dina Meyer had an affair, and that maybe what, what, what caused their, the, his wife's breakup. Oh, I really didn't pick up on yeah, that. Yeah, it's very, very subtle. Um, you pick it up on rewatches. Um, I, I guess, yeah. I was, I was really focused on, I guess, what was going on in the rooms. Then, yeah, yeah, more so than. Um, so let's get to the house. Let's get to the second trap or the second game, I should say. Um, you have okay. Seven... First of all, go ahead. So, so yeah. First of all, there's the the uh, the first door. Yes. Which has a, lo- a loaded pistol on the other side. Yes. Big old six shooter. Yep, looking through the eye looking through the the eye hole. Yeah, and and blemo. <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> like, much. Not too much going on with that trap. It's just blam, you know? <laughs> yep, pretty much. But he says don't yeah. use the key because they get a key. Um, right. And it says don't use it on the door. And so, of course, they use it on the door. So it's the the don't push the red button. Yeah, exactly. Right. (laughs) Um, And so inside the house, you have um, a gangster, Jonas, who's the black guy, uh, the businessman, Gus, um, uh, a drug dealer. uh, Xavier. Xavier, uh, prostitute Addison, um, and his son, Daniel, and Laura Hunter, which we don't know what she did. Uh, It's never really revealed. Is it the the uh, blonde? The blonde, yeah, from Seventh Heaven. Oh, I never saw that. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I will take your word for it. Sir. Yeah. Um, and uh, we never find out what she did, but it, it's really not important. Um, and then there's then there's the guy who, uh, sorry if you already mentioned the guy who basically brought them all in. Like Obi. Jigsaw enlisted Obi, yeah, yeah. J- Jigsaw enlisted his help. Yeah, he's an arsonist. Oh, right. Oh, and then we find the last one to wake up is Amanda Young. Yes. Saying that uh, she's played before, but then she's brought back in because after her drug addicts uh, problem, 
she became a self uh, self harmer. Right. Um, so that's why she's back. Yeah, she was on a backslide, and Jigsaw brought her back in. Right. So when you first watched this movie, did that? Did you buy that? I did the first, the, very much the first time until the big reveal later. Right then, it's it's uh, it, it it sells it like she sells. Yeah, it. I think Shawnee so. Smith. Yeah, Shawnee Smith sells it because we don't ever see anyone else escape, and then what happens to them after? She's the only one. Yeah. So we bought that she escaped in the first one. She actually survived her trap and then bought that she was so fucked up by the experience that she kind of relapsed into hurting herself again, except it wasn't with drugs this time. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I, I totally bought into it too. Um, and the fact that she's the one to find the cassette works for me because she's she played before. So she, she knows, knows what she's looking yeah, for. Yeah, she knows that there's something somewhere. Um Looking back on it, people who say that, you know, I kind of saw that Amanda Young was in on it, I get it. And I, and I certainly understand. Um, you could have your suspicions. Yeah, yeah. you can have your because she finds the tape pretty, pretty fast. Well, at this point, especially when you first see Jigsaw and he's uh, in this movie, anyway, he's, he's in a wheelchair, he's hooked up to IVs, you know, yeah. like, IV, chemo, whatever he's going through. You're like, okay, he had to help have help from somebody. Yeah. Which, although later on when we get the reveal that Obi helped him, that f- helps to further sell Amanda's, uh, yeah, basically hiding in plain sight, right? Yeah. So it's the misdirect. It's the orderly again from the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't, I mean, don't get me wrong. On, on second viewing, once you know, it is really entertaining watching her. As she's basically trying to sell it, and you can kind of maybe, like, obviously, retrospect because you know yes. that she's working. You can kind of see the little things. Yeah. But I, my hat's off to anyone who figured it out the first time. Yeah. I'll put it that way. Yeah. See, when I go into these movies, I'm just like, I don't want to figure it out. Um, I just want to, you know, tell me the story. I just love the stories, right? So. Yeah, yeah. Show me. Don't tell me. Yeah. So let's go through the house traps, um, and then we can talk the about furnace. Yeah, so the first one they come across is the furnace, yes? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this one's for Obi. And this one is for Obi. Um, he calls himself Obi. Whatever. Uh, but Jigsaw calls him Obi. I'm going to go with Jigsaw. Um, sure. <laughs> so we find out that through his tape that he is uh, basically a no-goodness. He's an arsonist. Um, and he helped... Um, capture and bring all the others here. They find out there's two antidotes inside the furnace, but, quote, one will come with a price. Um, so Obi gets uh, goes in. He says, I get one. Um, but unfortunately, uh, when he pulls the, the second, he goes to pull the second one down, the door locks and the furnace turns on. Mm-hmm. And it's not just a furnace, it's fucking fire. Oh, yeah, no, no, like a furnace is in, like, uh, that they would have at a mortuary. Yes, yeah. Um, now, he could have survived. This this trap was winnable. How so? Well, all he had to do was reach through the fire and turn off the gas. Oh, that's true, yeah, yeah. Because he said, once you're in hell, only the, only, uh, the devil can help you out. Uh, and there's a picture of a devil... Uh, pointing to something saying way out or something. Yeah. Yeah. So unfortunately, and he dies a gruesome murder. 
because you see him through, because they open the other side, and his head comes out, and he's burning to death. That is awful. That is completely yeah. horrible. Yeah, that one's, uh, that like one's that, tough to watch. That's one of the last ways I would want to die. Like, Yeah. I don't know. The other ones seem rather quick. This is slow and painful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the head trap when the when when Michael loses, um, it just snaps. Yeah, and, and it was such closed. force that. And there's nails in there, so he's pretty much impaled right away. Yeah, yeah. the the uh, The bear trap one just rips your head apart. So, yeah. You know, it's pretty pretty instant. But uh, this was just yeah insane. Um, now the, that's the thing too. It's like the so the door locks on one end, the window that basically can't be crawled out of on the other. Right. And it, like, again, it's the loaded game. It's, it's very much on, you know, how much of it does a, cho- of a choice does he get? You know? Yeah. But he, he, he does have a chance. There is a chance. Pain will be incurred, but that's the point. Right. Yeah. So, and I guess the arsonist feeling the fire, there's your irony, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so unfortunately they lose two antidotes from there. Um, the next trap they encounter, I believe, is my favorite one of this entire movie, and that's the pit of needles. Oh, yes, yes. I want to know how they filmed this. My guess is it's all sugar glass, but uh, it looks like yeah. it looks real. It, yeah, it, it looks yeah. So they enter a room, there's a bed in the room, and there's a door on the other side that's locked. They said the key to the door, which has an antidote behind it. Um, it will be like finding needles, uh, a needle in a haystack and they move the bed and they see this giant pit of dirty used syringes. Yeah, so gross. And it's supposed to be for Xavier. But... Right, as the drug dealer. As the drug dealer, so that he can feel what his customers feel. Um, but uh, he throws in Amanda, knowing that she's a drug addict. Yeah, this is kind of neat. Actually, this this was kind of a nice little twist because it's the first time we, you know, like Obi didn't try and force somebody, like maybe the kid, to crawl into the furnace. Right. Whereas they, they could have tried. It's like, well, you're smaller. You get in there and yeah. get the needles. He goes in. Uh, and, you know, and in most other cases, no one else gets a choice. They're in, they're in the trap and they've got to get out. Like they don't – there's no possibility for a surrogate. But this is where this gets interesting because of that because – he actually can, you know, he, he makes a choice and he's like, fuck that. You go in. Yeah. Yeah. And, but again, though, that, that kind of helps Amanda, at least her character selling that she's just a victim here. Yeah. And it really gains her some sympathy from the audience. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, she was thrown into that. Plus she may relapse. Right. Well, assuming she gets out of here alive. Yeah, you know, assuming she gets out alive. You know, you know, first things first, but yeah. And, uh, yeah, but unfortunately, well, she does find the key, but she doesn't find it in time, uh, and the door locks forever. Yeah. Quote, unquote. Yeah. Um, so, the next one, what's the next one they find? The next one they find, well, we go back to uh, you know, the tete-a-tete with uh, Jigsaw and Matthews, right? Right. And where it, gets, it starts getting revealed why Matthews is being put through this game. Right, and at this point, we also get the backstory for Jigsaw, which I really uh, like this one, uh, because he says, he said, I never called myself Jigsaw. That was the name the media gave me. Right. Um, I only cut the Jigsaw piece out of my victims to uh, show that they had a, 
something inside themselves that was missing. And that was the will to live, right? But you get the story uh, where he finds out he has cancer from Dr. Gordon Mm -hmm. from the previous movie. Um, who's, who's implied, but likeness we will not pay for. Yes. And there's a reason for that. Um, <laughs> he, uh, Carrie always had a bit of a, a bit of a uh, argument with, uh, the makers of saw as to his, um, payout. Oh, especially after the movie became such a, uh, such a success. He thought that he should have uh, been paid more. So okay. there was the legal battle going on there and that would go on for a number of years. Um, so we, uh, like you said, he's not seen, but he's, it's sort of revealed in, in the name on the side of the door. Yes. They have rights to the character name, so they will use that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, very clever how they filmed around him. <laughs> so John Kramer, the, the real name of Jigsaw decides that he's going to kill himself by driving off of a bridge. Um, but he survives. Uh-huh. And you see him get out of the car, and he's got a piece of rebar through him, and he pulls the rebar out. Ugh. Yeah. And I think, and, and I like this because that's the moment that John Kramer dies, and Jigsaw is born. Right. He comes to this near-death experience himself. Right. And kind of has this relapse, not relapse, but uh, or an awakening. Uh, an epiphany, his yeah. Will, his, an epiphany, yeah. His will to live is reborn in him. Yeah. And then he says something like he decided that what he was going to do with whatever time he had left was to basically give that gift to others. Yes. Or something, something, not, it's not a direct quote. Yeah. Yeah. So he's basically going to have other people. He, he realizes now that life is precious and everyone should be living their lives. And now he's going to force them to. Yeah. So, um, So we have uh, the next trap. Well, I, now in my notes, I don't. Um, I'm not going to the traps directly because we don't really get too many more traps at this point. Now it's it's we're back to just characters. Yeah. Because we go we go to Matthews and Jigsaw. We get that. Then when we go back into the house, we're getting things like uh, Xavier figuring out the numbers game. Yes. So there's a safe in the room that they all woke up in. And Jigsaw says that the combination to the safe is in the back of their minds, which right away I knew, hey, check the back of your necks. Yeah. Like that one, that one I figured out right away. Um, he says the... Me, me too, actually. Yeah. So Xavier goes back um, and finds the number, and then Jonas comes in after him, and they, they get into a fight, which ends when Jonas gets the spiked baseball bat to the back of the head. <laughs> um, and then so now Xavier is on a mission to find all of the numbers. Let me stop you right there. Okay. <clears throat> this part is where, and, and this is upon my, my analysis this time around, as part of our retrospective, I found a little bit contrived. Okay. Because if if Xavier had just explained himself, okay, no need to fight. Right. All he had to do is like show the other guy, say, "Look, this guy's got a number tattooed. I'll bet you and I both have one." Yeah. It. No bat, no knife in hand. Just like, look, let's go. You know what I mean? Let's find each. Basically, had he just explained himself, like the, it, it, it seemed to be a um, a superficial conflict. It wasn't. Uh, it, it it seemed too um, 
too far, too much, too contrived. Do you know what I mean? Do, okay. you, do you see what I'm saying? I see what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, like it just was like, wait a second. All he had to do was like, because he had proof right there. Look, homie, there's there's a guy right. with with a number on the back of his head that wasn't there before. Right. And 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 he could have even said, look, can you tell me if there's one on mine and what does it say? Because they know they're all trying to get out of there. They know that they're all in. A, it, it's not a, a an individual race, really. Right. They know this, so. If he had just shared his information, there would have been no need to fight, and things would have gone a lot smoother. It just seemed forced that he would be so threatening in trying to, hey, man, can you just turn around for a second? Right. Because I have the, I have this information, but I'm not going to tell you. Right. This started taking me out. I, 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 will, I will wholeheartedly admit. I will disagree with you respectfully and let, sure. and let you know that your Canadian is showing. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, l- l- let me counter that with a number of things. Number one, he's a drug dealer. So he's, you know, a person on the streets, that kind of stereotype. So he's probably used to doing things by himself. Okay. Okay. Um, they've probably been about an hour, hour and a half into this, into this house. So he knows okay. that his time is running out and they've all been coughing up blood, right? Yeah, so, that's true. It gets, yeah, yeah. So stakes are rising. Number number three, there's only one antidote in the safe. Okay. They say right at the beginning, one antidote is in the safe. So only one person is going to get it. So that makes it an individual race. There you go. Um, yeah. And number three, well, he's just a violent person. And we've seen that before with him throwing Amanda in there. He's, uh, you know, portraying the alpha male. He's threatening everyone. He's yelling at everyone. So to me, it wasn't out of the realm of believability that he would react this way. I certainly understand what you're saying. And it's um, possible the build the buildup didn't work for me, maybe. Right. But at the same time, I totally buy it. You know what I mean? For all those reasons. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, uh, I will count. I will respectively counter your counter. Okay. <laughs> With two things. One. Uh, now, uh, I am not a professional drug dealer or an, even an, am- an amateur one. Right, okay. <laughs> but if I were, there would be two things that I would need. One, to be smart, and two, to have partners. You know that's not always the case on both ends. Yeah, fair enough, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to stretch my point now. Yeah, no, I understand. I understand. I understand. Um. So while all this is happening, uh, we see Addison, uh, the prostitute. So while this is going on, they, they, they find a picture of Detective Matthews and da- Daniel. And uh, one, of the, one of the clues that Jigsaw says is X marks the spot. Yeah. And it's, um, it's an X sort of crack in, in, the, in the glass of the picture frame. And so when they turn I don't know it over. How many tries it took to get that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So they turn the picture over, it says father and son. So then that gets revealed to the people in the house that this detective that fucked them over is this is the father of this young boy. Uh-huh. So that then puts that puts a strain from everyone in the house on Daniel. But it also, because they're watching this on the monitors um, in, in Jigsaw's lair, that they can see now that they're all turning against Daniel, which puts more pressure on Detective Matthews during his game. 
Yeah, yeah, because he gets to see all of this unfold. So now his son really is in, like, super danger now. Right, right. Um, so then Addison goes in and she finds, she walks into a room. Um, she finds a glass box with basically that, I, I believe it's Chinese, that Chinese... Um, it's kind of like an extension of the Chinese finger trap. Yeah, but it's kind of it, it's, it's it's the uh, it's the blades. She puts her hand in, the blades go up, but you can't pull it back out. It, it's like a hand trap. Yeah, yeah, because the blades then cut into your arm. Yeah, because of gravity. Yeah. Now, had she explored the room, she would have found the key because the key is actually in the far corner off to the right. Oh wow! Yeah, that's you find that out in the commentary, but. Um, ah. See, I wish they'd shown that. Well, the, made it a- but that's the thing is, like, she's so sick at this point, right? And she's coughing up blood, uh, and as she sees the antidote, she just wants the antidote. Yeah. So, not thinking, she sticks her hands in and ruins the antidote. Now, one thing I wonder is, if you only put one arm up, could you use your other to, like, basically tip the plates so you could pull your arm back out? I guess you could. I've I've, I've never played this this game before, but uh, I, I did wonder that while watching that trap. Like, okay, there might be a way where if you just put one hand in, you can then use your other hand to just poke at the and move the plates at least far enough away individually instead of sticking your second arm all the way in yeah. the other one and getting trapped. Yeah. But at this point, she's desperate, right? So that's why oh, she yeah, doesn't do yeah. that. <laughs> um, so um, Xavier comes Maybe. in, find, finds her number. Go ahead. Yeah, well, uh, uh, no, no, sorry, go ahead, finish that thought, and then... Uh, well, that's it, like, he comes in, finds her number, and leaves her to die, as she's bleeding out. When he could have had the antidote. No, remember, she pulled it off. Oh, that's right, yeah, she broke, oh, yeah, yeah, and it spilled all over. Because, yeah. because it was glued to the bottom of the box, which is why she had to get the key to open it up and get it that way. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, around this point, I have in my notes here that, uh, like... You know, now that I know the truth, I can see the clues. Yes. With respect to Amanda. Yeah. Amanda's picture isn't among the, among the convicted in the folder that Matthews gets. Right. Uh, you, you know, I can see that she survived the trap, uh, but is back in. Because I would have moved far the fuck away from this town if I knew they hadn't <laughs> yeah. yet caught the guy that did this to me the first time. Yeah. Okay. That, also, that, she. Hang on a second. That actually brings up a good point because we know through conversations with the people in the room at the beginning that Jigsaw is known. Like, the, his, yes. he is known publicly. And that's an important yeah. thing to bring up because from here on in, um, everyone in the city that they live in knows about Jigsaw. Yeah, it's it's out in the media. It's, yeah, very yeah. well publicized. Yeah. Um, uh, also, she isn't coughing up blood like the rest. That's very true. You never see that. Yep. And then, secondly, it took two people to move that safe. Yes, it does. It yeah, that is not a one man, a one person job. They show us that with her and the kid. Yep. Where you know she couldn't do it alone. Someone had to help, right? So, obviously, Jigsaw couldn't do it alone either. He's you know, right, rather infirm. Right. So, yeah. So this is that now again. This is what, like I said earlier. Now looking back, oh, I see, I see. These are the very little things you would have to pick up on in order to get it all. Yeah. Um, so this is where sort of the ending starts to come in, right? Yeah, we're starting to ramp up here because we get 
Well, we get the scene that you mentioned earlier where Matthews beats the piss out of Jigsaw. Right. And that's where he says, game over. I'll take you to yeah. your son. I'll, I'll, I'll take you to the house, he says. To the house, he says. Yes. Yeah. Um, so they sort of sneak out down an elevator um, where everyone else is locked in or de- Detective Carey is locked inside sort of the uh, – there's a bunch of uh, – fence around the monitors yeah um that's, that's watching that's watching what's going on in the house so he kind of sneaks out the back um at this time xavier is chasing down amanda and daniel and they go they move the safe like you said and they find a sort of a an underground room when they go down all these set of hallways you have the trap door into uh, these set of hallways re- that's really cool that he gave them the key to that trap door right from the off yep yep right there it was all right there. They could have they could have got out very easily. Yep. And uh, so while Detective Matthews is on his way with Jigsaw, Amanda and Daniel run down. They go through all the things until they end up in the bathroom from the first movie. Which who the fuck built this house? <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that actually. Okay. This house. Uh, is insane. Keep an eye out. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Okay. Um, which now when I was sitting in the theater watching this, I was like, Oh my God. Like I was not, nobody expected that bathroom to come back. No, no. Because this, this story is completely separate and everything else. So that was sort of like reveal number one. Um, so Xavier finally makes it to the bathroom uh, we see Amanda and what we uh, believe to be uh, a dead Daniel, because he's now succumbed to the nerve poisoning. And, you know, he says, I just want the number on the back of your neck. And she says, well, you don't know your own. And then in the sort of the big ending foot cutting off kind of scene, he cuts his own neck off, the skin off. Yeah. And in a very surreal moment, just puts it in his pocket. I'll save that for later. You know what I mean? Yeah, just very casually. Yeah, just casual. Um, and so he goes to kill the two of them. Daniel, who has been lying in possum so, uh, so far, strikes out with one of the hacksaws from the first movie, slices his throat open. And he dies. Yeah. yeah, so now you've turned this kid in who is kind of a delinquent shoplifter into a murderer. Yes. <laughs> By self defense. By self defense. So good job, Jigsaw. Yeah. So then we cut back to Matthews and Jigsaw in the van. Uh, they get to the house. Uh, Jigsaw gives them the key. Uh, Detective Matthews goes in. And is this where we find out that? The video, or no, the tech team shows up. And they figure out that the video isn't live. Yeah, they figure the video is not live. Uh, which it was all hey, recording. Reveal number two. That was also, oh no, sorry, the tech team finds the source of the signal. The, the SWAT team heads to a different house. Right. Where the signal is being routed from. And then we find out that it's all just recording equipment that's just been sending this recording remotely. So. It's a complete red herring. Right. 
Not and very well done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so they find out it's not live, and then so Detective Matthews ends up finding the room, and it's completely black. And he finds there's Adam's dead body. There's Doctor Gordon's foot. Yeah. Right. Um, and he kind of walks in, and he gets he gets attacked by someone in a pig mask. Cut to later. He's now chained in the bathroom to the foot. I assume Adam's chain. Uh, yeah, by the looks of it, it was Adam's chain. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe it's a new one. I don't know. Um, and we Well, get, Adam doesn't really need his. Right yeah, now. Adam really doesn't need his. And we get reveal number three that Amanda was in on it the whole time. That she's the accomplice. Yeah. And I love what she says uh, when they're going through the sort of the flashbacks of the entire movie. She says, what's the what's the cure for cancer? Immortality. And I will carry on John's vision after he dies. Right. And this is where this whole cult of Jigsaw starts. And this is what yeah. I really like, because obviously Jigsaw, like you said, he's old, he's infirm, he's in a wheelchair, he's weak. He can't do this on his own. He needs someone to help him. And Amanda's going to be no. the person to help him. No, but he does have the charm of like a, a, a cult leader. Exactly. Exactly. Um, any other thoughts or notes on this one, Mark? Oh, yeah. I'm not done yet. Okay. Go. Yeah, please. <laughs> hit me. So I, I like that the kid gets saved, but I don't like that it ends where the first one started. I thought that was a little like, ah. Uh, you're really already going back to that well. It seems almost desperate. Right. Like, oh, we've got to have it in this bathroom because that was so awesome. It's like, well, okay, but I, like I do see the symmetry. Yeah. And it, and I know it works for that, but to be honest, we're not uh, – and, and maybe this is the point. Like in the first one, they made us kind of be on Jigsaw's side. Like these two people kind of deserved what they were getting. But I think in this one, it's, it starts to turn around a bit because, you know, I'm, I'm kind of pitying the cop. He thinks his son's going to die the whole time. Doesn't, you know, he, I mean, he, he comes to his realization he, you know, he, he's not throwing away his life. He's, you know, he does love his son. Like, he says it straight away. Like, there's no humming and hawing over, like, Matthew's learning a lesson. Right. He get he gets it. He's like, no, I love my kid. Like, sure, we fight, but that's you know whatever. Like, it seems kind of a, almost a minor thing. It's and because of the sympathy we feel for him because they because of the son. It's hard to see him as guilty, corrupt, or otherwise worthy of punishment. Okay, see, I see it differently. Um, I see it like yes, he obviously loves his son. Yeah. No question there. But I don't think he – and I think this is Jigsaw's point is you don't appreciate your son. Oh, true. You know what I mean? mean? It, it's kind of like what yeah, that's, Chris Rock says. Like, yeah, your wife loves you, but you still have to work on her liking you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So um, I don't think – like he's he's very nonchalant. Early on in the movie, he's like, well, you know, he yells at his son. You know, well, then go. You know, if you want to go back to your mom's, then go. And he yells very forcefully at him. Um, so there's that. Um, plus, you know, plus all the bad stuff he did setting up the people. 
obviously that's not respecting um, his position and the law uh, and the oath that he took. And, and yeah, so I think um, while I do have sympathy for him because, oh, and we should say um, going back to the payoff to what Jigsaw said about Daniel being in a safe place, Yes. Right next to where he and Detective Matthews were talking is the yeah, safe had, from the house. Right. Uh, yes, that's right. And if he had played the game according to the rules yep. and had talked to Jigsaw for the amount of time he needed to, that safe would have opened up. Father and son would have been reunited. Yeah. It was on a timer and the door opens and we see that he's in there with a with an oxygen mask. Yeah. Um, which pays off. You know, your son is you will find you will find your son in a safe place. In a safe place, right. yeah. So, again, great, great <laughs> wordplay there. Love it. Um, I can see how the 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 you know the uh, how it should have ended, guys, being like a safe place, huh? Oh, he's in the safe. He's right there. <laughs> yeah. Damn it, game over. Which is actually pretty cool <laughs> because you can watch the movie back, and if you watch for the safe, you can clearly see it. Yeah. And it looks exactly the same as it does in the house. So. Right, so they, yeah, so you, that, and there's another, you know, other proof that everything that happened happened, you know, before Jigsaw was even caught. Right. Like trap laid, traps played, clean up. Yeah. <laughs> recover the safe, put the kid in the safe, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Anything else? Uh, no, no, that's that's it. I mean, yeah, okay. we can kind of pick it up from here the next time, but. Uh, because stay tuned yeah um yeah so stay tuned for that um we have uh soft three coming up in our retro spook tip um thanks very much for joining us mark thanks very much for coming out oh always a pleasure and i'm sean taylor guys we'll see you next time <laughs>